Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Guarding the Well podcast. My name is James. Hopefully you are doing well this week. Summer is upon us and uh, I don't know about you, but summer is, uh, I like summer. It gets too hot for me, but uh, it is, uh, I just enjoy summer because I'm able to be with my kids more. Uh, But one of the things that gets to me, and I don't know if it does for you, is I like summer to be planned out. Uh, I can remember back uh, a couple years ago, it was a Saturday morning and I had to finish up some uh, work on a Saturday morning. And so it wasn't late. It was only maybe nine o'clock in the morning or or so. And the the kids come in in the office and go, we're going to Knobles. And I'm like, "Uh, if you don't know what Knobles is, it's an amusement park here in uh, Pennsylvania. You should check it out. It's a great place. Uh, Like we're going to Knobles. And I'm like, wait, what? I go, I'm working. What do you mean we're going to Knobles? And like, mom said we can go to Knobles today when you're done with work. I'm like, I didn't know about that. And so, um, you know, some people like to just fly by the seat of their pants. Other people, smart people like myself, um, we are all about, uh, I'm about planning. And so what about you? Do you like your summers just, you know, whatever and just do everything as it comes? Or do you like to plan things out uh, in the hopes of, you know, just getting the most done that you possibly can and, and being prepared for summer. I'm, I'm, I'm the latter. I like to be prepared. And so, uh, but hopefully you're well, hopefully you're doing well with your walk with, uh, the Lord and, um, hope things are going well. Uh, this week, we're uh, back in the book of Judges. I told you last week that I've been teaching through the book of Judges for my, my adult Sunday school class. And, um, I've been enjoying the book of Judges so much. And last week we looked at uh, setting terms and conditions to following the Lord and, and how that impacts our walk and our, our health with uh, our walk with him. And so this week we're, we're going to look at Gideon. And I've been going talking about Gideon for probably about five weeks now in my adult Sunday school class. And there was something about Gideon that I wanted to share with you all on here as well. And many people know, uh, if, if you're familiar with the Bible, a lot of people know uh, about Gideon and the battle that the Lord had him lead an army into. Uh, his, his army consisted of 300 men, and they went up against an army that consisted of at least 135,000 men, and they won because of, of God working. And so a lot of people know about Gideon if they have if they have some sort of Bible knowledge it's one of those Bible stories get they get passed on to uh, kids uh, in like Sunday school class and, and things along those lines and and there's a lot that we can pull from Gideon and one of the things I want to mention to you about Gideon is he had a shaky faith what I mean by that is his faith in the Lord it wasn't that strong and that may surprise people um, because he does an amazing thing. He, he literally trusts the Lord in, in a huge, let's face it, if you're taking an army of 300 people up against an army of at least 135,000 people because God told you to do that, you're trusting him. Um, but before that, his faith was very shaky. He, he doubted God. He, it was a very difficult for him to just trust the Lord and and keep moving forward. He kept asking for a sign, if you will. He just needed that reassurance. And so he had a shaky faith. What about you? Is your faith shaky? Is your faith one that 
is not very strong at times or that you doubt or you question or even if God is prompting you to do something and you know it's what God wants you to do but yet you still struggle with doing it because you don't know if the Lord will actually see you through it if that's you take a deep breath because you're not alone there's a lot of people that have a, a shaky faith, and, and Gideon was one of them. And if you have a shaky faith, that doesn't mean that you're a horrible person, that you're a horrible Christ follower, or anything along those lines. You're not alone in that. And in, and in Gideon's account, in, in chapter 6, uh, in, in the book of Judges, we read something uh, that Gideon has to do. God calls Gideon at one point. He goes, okay, you, you have to go home and you have to tear down uh, the altar that your dad has built. Now, Gideon's dad, he worshiped false gods. Um, he, he worshiped what the scripture called the Baals. And he had an altar to Baal at his house. And so the Lord goes, okay, Gideon, before you take your faith public, you, you got to make things right at home. And so Gideon, what you need to do tonight is, well, what you need to do today, rather, is you need to go and destroy the altar that your dad has built. Take those supplies, build a proper altar to me, the Lord God, and then make a sacrifice on that altar. And so what we read in Judges chapter 6, verse 27, what we read there is this. So Gideon took 10 of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the men of the town, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. And so Gideon goes, okay, God, I know you want me to go and tear down my dad's altar, set up a proper altar, make a sacrifice, but I'm afraid. And because I'm afraid, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take 10 other people to help me. And I know, Lord, you told me to do it during the daytime, but I'm going to do it at night. And the reason I'm going to do it at night is because I am afraid of my family and the men in the town. Now, if you need to do something and you're afraid to do it, you're going to try to do it in secret. You're going to try to do it in a way where people can't see you. And that's what Gideon does. That's why he does it at night. He does it at night so that nobody sees him. The problem is he has 10 people with him. And those 10 people are probably going, going to rat him out the following day because the next morning, all the, his family and the townspeople, they, they see what took place with that altar. And then they start to investigate and they find out that it was Gideon. But I want you to notice that Gideon was afraid. Scripture literally says because he was afraid of his family and the men, Gideon did this at night. Now you have to understand where, where Gideon is coming from and what took place in his life this day. This all took place in one day. Gideon was out doing, you know, his normal chores, if you if you will. And Jesus shows up to him, and Jesus is calling him a mighty warrior. Jesus is telling him all these things that, that he wants him to do. And Gideon's like, well, I don't know who you are. Let me go make an offering and bring it to you so I can know who you are. And so Gideon does. He goes off. He gets a goat. He gets some flour. He brings it back to Jesus. And Jesus goes, okay, put it on a rock. And Jesus taps the rock with a staff, and fire comes out of the rock consumes the, the offering, and Gideon knows that he has seen God. And so Gideon knows that he has seen God, that he has talked to God face to face, and Gideon knows that God is calling him and telling him that he needs to take down this altar. And so if Jesus was in front of you right now and said, okay, I want you to go do A, and I'm going to be with you through it, 
Are you going to be afraid to do it or no? Some of us would be like, no, I'm not afraid to do it. I wouldn't be afraid of it. Others are still like, yeah, I, I might be a little afraid. Even though Jesus is in front of me telling me to do it, I might be a bit afraid. And that's a shaky faith. And that's what Gideon has. He's afraid to do it. But here's the thing I want you to realize. Gideon still does what God calls him to do, even though he's afraid. And sometimes we can beat ourselves up because we have a shaky faith. But what we need to realize and what we learn from Gideon is this. Even though Gideon had a shaky faith, he was moving in the right direction. Are you? Because sometimes when we have a shaky faith, we can get discouraged by that. And we can actually fall away from Jesus just because we're beating ourselves up because, because our faith is not as strong as we want it to be. But Gideon, even though his faith was shaky, he went and did what he was supposed to do. He's moving in the right direction. And hopefully, prayerfully, you are as well. That you are moving in the right direction. Because here's the principle in, in all of this. It's better to obey God with fear than not to obey him at all. And that's not that hard to understand. But what I mean by that is, you know, if, we're, if we do what God wants us to do, even if we're afraid, well, then what we're doing is right and good. But if we disobey God altogether, well, then we're just rebelling against him. We're sinning against him. And so even if we're afraid, even if our faith is shaky, we still need to obey and, and do what God is asking us to do. He's not going to call us out and go, you did what I wanted you to do, but your faith was horrible in it. I, I don't receive what you did. He's not going to do that. He's going to honor the faith that we did share, the, the faith that we did show, the faith that we did live out, and he's going to be pleased because we did what he asked us to do, even if our faith was shaky. And so if your faith is shaky today, let me encourage you by telling you, just keep moving forward in your walk with the Lord, because you're not alone. And just keep obeying God, even if, if, if you have some fear behind that. But I want to encourage you with, with two things that we get from the same chapter, Judges chapter 6, with Gideon and his shaky faith. Because there's two things, well, there's a, more than two, but I just wanted to share with you two things today that God does to encourage Gideon and his shaky faith. And what that is, is this. Back in Judges chapter 6, verse 16, because remember, Gideon's faith is shaky from, from the moment Jesus shows up. What God says to Gideon in, in verse 16, he says this, He said, The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites together. Do you hear what God says there? He makes a promise to Gideon. He goes, I will be with you. And then he says something else. And you will strike down all the Midianites together. And that last word together is something that really stood out to me uh, in verse 16. And that it means that we're, God is with us. When God asks us to do something, whatever it is, whether it's something small in our eyes or something that's very large in our eyes, God is with us. That we don't do anything that God calls us to do alone. We're always doing it together. He's always with us. He's always doing it with us. One of the things I can always remember, there's a picture of uh, my firstborn son Noah and I. I was changing the the light, um, you know, the light switch in a bedroom, uh, the the plate that that covers the hole in the wall. Uh, 
his room had one of those just generic white plastic ones and we had uh, purchased him it was a Lightning McQueen you know the movie Cars from Disney I had Lightning McQueen and Tomator on it and he wanted that light plate cover and so we did it together I didn't need his help Uh, He was probably maybe three, four years of age at the time, and I didn't need his help, but we did it together. And that same principle applies for the Lord and us, applies for you. That if you're in Christ and you're doing something that God has called you to do, you're not doing it alone. You may think you're doing it alone, but you're not. God is there with you. And the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit is living within you if you're in Christ. And he's doing it with you. You're doing it together. And so that's something that we need to remember to strengthen our our faith, our, our shaky faith, is that God does things with us. We're never doing things alone, but that we're doing it with him, that we're doing it together. And the other thing I, I want you to realize is that in that, God is telling Gideon that he's going to do it, that God is going to be with him and that they're going to do it, that God is going to do it. And what God is going to do is work in and through Gideon. Because sometimes our faith gets shaky because we're so focused in on us and our abilities and our strengths and our weaknesses and everything along those lines. But in reality, it's not about us at all. And what God is trying to do here with Gideon is he's not trying to puff Gideon up with self-confidence. He's trying to puff Gideon up with God-confidence. And there's a big difference between God-confidence and self-confidence. Self-confidence is all about us and what we're able to do and what we can't do. But God-confidence is us being focused on who God is and what God can do in and through us because he's God. Paul tells us in the New Testament and in Corinthians that God chooses the weak and foolish things of the world to despise the strong. Our, our, we're made strong in our weakness because that's when God works. And so God is reminding Gideon of who he is. He's going, Gideon, I'm God. I'm the one that has created everything. I can do anything. I can do all these things. It's not a big deal for me to go in with an army of 300 or even one person against an army of 100,000 and win. It's about me, Gideon, not about you. And so one of the things that we have to focus in on when we have a shaky faith is we need to turn the eyes off of ourselves and our abilities and our weaknesses and put them upon God. I'll give you a great example um, if you just listen to this podcast, I don't know, maybe you've picked up on it, but I actually have a bit of a speech impediment. When I was a child, I had, uh, nine years of speech class, uh, just about, and I'd have to go and I, you know, learn how to say things properly. And even today I still struggle with saying things in the right order. Sometimes, uh, there are words that I am unable to say. I could try and try and try, and I just can't say those words. And so God still called me to be a pastor and to teach his word, even though I struggle speaking. And it's very easy for me to have a shaky faith when I look at, oh, I can't speak well, but yet God wants me to speak in front of these people. I can't say that word. I can't pronounce that word. And in the end, it's not about me. It's not about if I had the perfect radio voice 
and voiceover work that I would be able to do because of the way that I could speak and pronounce things, or if I have a speech impediment. It doesn't matter. What matters is that God can take a person, whether they're good in something or not good in something, and use them for their kingdom and for their glory. And so our confidence cannot be and should not be in us, but our confidence should be in the Lord and who he is and what he's able to do. And so if you have a shaky faith, once again, breathe. Remember, you're not alone. Be in prayer about it. Understand that you need to be moving in the right direction, even if it's one inch at a time, but moving in the right direction, that is honoring to the Lord. It is better to obey the Lord in fear than not to obey him at all. But also remember that it's not about you, it's not about me, that we shouldn't necessarily be built up on a self-confidence, but be, be, be built up on a God confidence of who he is, what he has done, is doing, and will do in and through us and in the world. But also remember that everything that God calls us to do, he does it with us together as he does with Gideon. And so as we remember those things, that helps us to strengthen our faith. And a stronger faith produces a healthier walk with Jesus. And as you know, That's what our aim is here for, to help you have a healthier walk with Jesus. And so if your faith is shaky today, spend some time in prayer asking the Lord to encourage you, to work in you, to strengthen your faith. That is a prayer that he will be more than welcome to honor and to be at work in you. So we really pray that you're doing well. If there's anything that we can do for you, let us know. Hopefully you'll connect with us. Uh, Subscribe. uh, Wherever you get these podcasts from, you could subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. You can connect with us on Facebook at Guarding the Well. And hopefully you have a great day and a great rest of your week. Lord bless. Take care.